This is News Source 1 Michiana's School and Community Information Minicast with Sylvia Stark. Good afternoon. Here is some more information about repurposing of Hawthorne and how it affects everyone around us. Last week, there were three community meetings held, one on Monday, February 7th, and that was at Hawthorne. There was one on Wednesday, February 9th, over at Roosevelt STEM Academy, and a last one Thursday, February 10th, at Marybeck Elementary. Each of these meetings were different. Different people attended each meetings. Different school board members attended each meetings. But here is a little rundown of what happened at the three meetings overall, and then I'll break down what was said at each individual meeting. They were talking about moving K through six graders over to other schools. And the following schools will be Mary Beck, Roosevelt, Mary Daly, and Monger, where the majority of the kids will go to Mary Beck and Roosevelt. There was talk about relocating pre-K, which is currently at Beck, over to Hawthorne, turning the oldest part of the building into a community hub, which they will connect with community partners to offset the prices and everything going on. And they are to issue a proposal demographic feasible study to determine what the best needs for Hawthorne will be. They also said, since 2010, Due to property taxes, Alcorn Schools has not received all their funding because of the property taxes. They are receiving $6,500 per student, so that means they have $5.9 million that they are decreasing as of now. They have two options. They could repurpose the school all the add-ons, addition that they need to fix it on to make it better for $5 million and that will cost be a paid back over 20 years. Or they can just spend $1 million and make it a pre-K and community hub. Since there is a decline in enrollment, they are losing approximately $232,000 a year. There is approximately five hundred. dollars and 10 students currently at Hawthorne. Their goal is by the March school board meeting to approve the feasible study. If that gets approved, the next step is to talk to the staff and find out where does staff would like to go. And then by the end of May, May 27th, which is end of this current school year, the students will know where they need to go. That's only three months they did not give people enough time to prepare for this meeting or prepare for the move. There was something alarming that they kept saying at one of the schools that each meeting, students into fewer buildings allows better staffing and collaboration. So if you put 500 students into four buildings and you put them at their maximum number for Hawthorne, Mary Beck, Roosevelt, Mary Daly, Monger, if you max out the amount of students at a maximum time, you're talking about bigger classroom sizes. How does putting students into fewer buildings allow for better staffing collaboration? 
Your intake will be that there will be more students in each class. There's also not enough space in these schools for all these kids to go. 510 students to relocate to four schools if this were to pass. Once again, in March, one of the school board meetings in March, they will be voting on the feasible study and what will happen. It appears to be the decisions have been made. If there is a decision made, they need to stop playing around with everybody. <clears throat> they were looking at the demographic studies, size of our buildings, transportation issues, and the space that they have. And this will affect South Side community of Elkhart if the move were to happen. People were annoyed, they're frustrated, they're irritated. They just want answers. Listening in on the first meeting at Hawthorne, which was the longest one, almost two hours, that one dealt with the more intense, where they had approximately majority of the people attend, which I thought they said about six, six, 600 people. But it looked like it. But these are the parents of the students who attend Hawthorne. One of the parents who's a star student, a fifth grader, basketball player, goes to that school, spoke out, and he does not like the idea of them moving the district around, the kids around. That would mean that these kids who are fifth graders now would not graduate in the home elementary school next year. There was a lot of about transportation brought up in that meeting, too. And so that would mean that the kids who currently go to Roosevelt and are, but are, if they will attend Roosevelt, they would be walking to Roosevelt. But that's a challenge. And they were talking about what about the kids who would be going to Mary Beck, Mary Daly, and Monger? How would them kids get there? If you don't have enough transportation bus drivers, you're not going to be able to get majority of the kids over to Mary Beck, Mary Daly, and Monger. And so that was a big concern. The parents of the students that spoke on uh, Hawthorne's meeting were irritated, they were irate, they were annoyed by the craziness that's happening. That was probably the toughest meeting and the one that left the longest since that was primarily Hawthorne people. They said that was a good turnout. I attended the Roosevelt one, which the story changed a little bit. And this one... They were talking about all about the numbers and the property taxes. And it turned to be a numbers game. And by watching the superintendent, it appears that he was ignoring questions, not answering fully, because he didn't know what to say. There was a lot of issues that happened at this meeting. One of the people that spoke, a concerned citizen, said that they should walk the schools, get to know Southside Elkhart before they make their decisions, and they kept saying it is not a reflect on teachers. Well, one of the Hawthorne teachers spoke, and she's been at Hawthorne for 90, since 1991. She has seen the fallout, where Hawthorne went from K-6, to and then they went, Roosevelt went from K-2, to and Hawthorne was grades 3-6, to and then a few years later, they're back to K-6. to and there's also this meeting. A school board member kindly walked out of the meeting. Your school board member represents our company schools, and you walk out of a meeting, says a whole lot about you. The superintendent seemed to ignore questions. There was a pastor that spoke, 
and she was concerned citizen and she was talking about the dynamics outside you're taken away from the kids and it was difficult at that meeting I'm an employee of Hawthorne Schools I serve breakfast to the kids at Hawthorne Elementary which means that I get to see the first hand experience of the kids and these are some wonderful kids that they're gonna uproot to other school districts and it was talk about what's gonna happen. These kids are going to turn what's gonna to happen to their philosophy. Are they gonna change ways because they're not gonna be Hawthorne? There's a lot that happened at the Roosevelt meeting. But based on the opinion of the the donemer of the superintendent, it felt like he didn't have empathy on anybody. It was difficult listening to the teachers, the passionate talk. And the, the director of student services said she knew what it's like going through a transition. However, she did not live at Southside Elkhart. She did not go to Southside Elkhart schools. So if you did not go through schools, you're not going to know the impact that it has on the students, staff, and teachers. The second, the last meeting was at Mary Beck. That meeting was similar, the same thing, but there are people coming and talk. And it was a lot shorter. And every time each meeting, something changed, something was that different. The superintendent didn't talk as much, but got to me, there was a fifth grader currently, student at Hawthorne, that spoke from his heart. And I could hear the tears in his voice. He will be, this is his last as a fifth grader. He was, he asked, out asked them, are you closing our school? And they could not give a long answer. The answer they gave was, it is going to be decided on the school board. It took him courage to say that. Being that he was a student that stood up for Hawthorne Elementary. He was pained. He was irritated. Frustrated. The atmosphere of this himself story, why they should say Hawthorne. There was a Hawthorne parent or a teacher that stood with him. That was comforting him. And that the meeting that really got me is his Hawthorne kid telling his story of why they should keep Hawthorne the way it is. What got to me the most is he mentioned he will not be graduating at Hawthorne if they were to repurpose it as he's a fifth grader. The teacher spoke and the teachers want more time for them to decide what to do as it is short notice. A very short notice. By me being employed at Hawthorne, it eliminates positions. There will be positions that will be eliminated or short hours. At one point, they said everyone is guaranteed a spot at, in the school district if they chose to do so. But what's going to happen if all the teachers say, no, we don't want to transfer to the school? You're going to have an empty building. It's not going to look pretty over the summertime. So there was a lot of frustration, hurt, annoyance. Everyone needs time to sit there and rush a study like this. You, they start in February with the meetings. They want to vote on a measure in March. April, they were talking to the teachers and staff where they want to go. By May, the students will know what school they're going to, what's going on. So that means you have over three months that you have to get us all together. And then it was brought up 
but they spent money, recent money, on upgrading the high school numbers, stuff like that. But that money that they spent upgrading high schools, they could have spent upgrading Hawthorne. They also said they, they are seeing substantial improvements to Meridian and Hawthorne. The problem is also regret longer, and there has not been that much improvements going on. So you have the superintendent, who does not seem to show empathy. He seems to be ignoring the questions. You have the students who are feeling upset. They don't know what to do. They're having different conversations. And they're only kidding off the fifth graders. If they were to repress Hawthorne to the pre-K hub like they want, that would mean that the last graduated Hawthorne class would be the kids currently in the school year of 2021 to 2022, which would mean that fifth graders will not graduate from their original school at all. And that hurts a lot of teachers and the students and staff. The parents are irate because they want to uproot the Southside community. Huh, there is some good things that come out of Hawthorne. The teachers that spoke at these meetings and the parents that spoke at the meetings have really intensified their feelings and their frustrations that they feel because they have kids that are graduating that went to that school, go to the Hawthorne school. And so, in reality, knowing the record community schools and the record, there's almost a guarantee that they are going to repurpose Hawthorne into the K through sixth grade. And all of them K through sixth graders will go to the four neighboring schools: Mary Beck, Roosevelt, Marydale, and Monger. That are probably 510 students, which means that there you would have to upgrade all the schools. You will need more space. You would need more teachers. A, a principal will lose a position, but the principal will become a new principal at another school because the principal will supposedly retiring this year. There would be more kids and more classrooms, and so they would have to figure out a lot of issues going on around this hot thumb repurposing. So over all the years that money has spent into upgrading the high school, changing stuff around, Chain walk zone, some of that money could be spent on focusing the attention on Hawthorne. And they kept saying that this is not a reflection on teachers or the letter grade that Hawthorne currently has. This to me is a numbers game. They want to, instead of spending the $5 million to pay over 20 years, they would choose to spend $1 million to make it a pre-K and a community hub which means the community partners would be housed inside Hawthorne where there's already a bunch of community areas scattered throughout Elkhart County. So you're looking at what is best for Hawthorne. You're looking at the money is game. The taxpayers, why would, why would the taxpayers have an issue? Why would the taxpayers cause a $5.9 million deficit with a loss of $232,000 a year. That doesn't make no sense. And so, like I said, the Hawthorne meeting was about two hours, almost two hours, and that was the heated one. That's the one you, I watched online. I attended the Roosevelt one, which was almost about an hour and a half, maybe. And it wasn't as, but there was arguments back and forth. And if you wasn't the Southside community, if you wasn't born and raised in Southside Elkhart, you wouldn't know what's going to happen. They were not guaranteeing their backwards. They have not set up the community partners yet. 
They have not completed the feasible study to know what's best for Hawthorne. The only thing they know is what they want to do, and right now it's playing the numbers game. Each meeting, whether you attended in person or online, was different. Mary Beck was the one where the current Hawthorne student spoke on his feelings and frustrations with the purposing of Hawthorne. It depends on the school board right now. But the way that Elkhart goes, there's not going to be, it's not going to be a good outcome. The best way for them to do is to keep Hawthorne where it's at and spend the $5 million that they spent on other things. Someone even asked, what happened to the funds that were mismanaged? The current superintendent has only been there three years, which means that everyone else who was there has been there longer. You need to figure what happened to the matched, midst funds that are missing, where'd that money go to, why did they spend that on the money fixing Hawthorne? And they keep saying all three meetings that the staff is gearing positions within the school system. If there's not enough open positions, you are eliminating a principal. You're eliminating the part-time, the full-time custodian will go to a part-time custodian. So there is not, nothing good about repurposing Hawthorne. Nothing good comes out of it. The only thing that would make this suitable for everybody and the staff to make them enjoy the experience is that school board does the right thing. It does not change the atmosphere Hawthorne. Like I said, I work at Hawthorne in the morning for breakfast. The attitude and demeanor of the staff and since had changed since hearing about this possible the possibility of closing is difficult. Those are some of the sweetest, nicest kids you ever meet. The sweetest, nicest teachers you ever will meet. It is difficult in a process, but we'll get through it. I also work at Monger for lunch, and that's also one of the schools that will begin kids in Hawthorne if this plan goes through. If it goes through. Repeat, they have not voted on this measure yet. It is supposed to be on the March agenda. As a reminder, if you want to get involved and see what's happening in the school board meetings, they are posted online on the Elkhart Community Schools Facebook page on Tuesdays and about twice a month, starting at 6 o'clock with a public work session and then following at 7 o'clock with the school board meeting. You can also join Elkhart Community Schools Facebook page and you can look back at the three public meetings that they had and they are titled What's Happening at Hawthorne, and it will tell you the school that they were at. The three schools they had were Hawthorne, Roosevelt, and Mary Beck, with Hawthorne being the most heated. Roosevelt was a little bit different, and the one in Mary Beck had a student talk. This is the latest news on the repurposing of Hawthorne. Stay tuned for the next update happening in March for the feasible study and what they're going to do. Take care and have a wonderful day. This is News Source 1 Michiana, Elkhart South Bend.